you can join a walk down memory lane with better buddies. And welcome back to Better Buddies. I'm your host, RJ. With us this week, it's James. Hello. Our Better Buddies icebreaker this week. Have you ever shaved your pits? Why or why not? Uh, uh, no, I don't. I don't think I have. Maybe once for swimming as a joke, but I don't, I don't think I did, actually. I, I think I almost did. And I, same thing, swim team, high school, I think, because it was like conference meet, we were shaving the legs and arms and getting ready for it, and then I'm pretty sure, I'm like 90, now my memory's shit to begin with, so take it with a grain of salt, but I'm 90% sure I was about to, because some of the older guys have been telling somebody else we knew who was very gullible to shave his pits, and I was a, mm-hmm. I was kind of going like, wait, do I need to? And one of the older guys who was a little bit nicer to me was like, like pulled me aside and was like, don't, don't do it, don't do it. So I think <laughs> I like started to and then stopped. I think. Yeah. Well, that was what they. That was the joke, right? Because that was probably when we were freshmen. I'm going oh, yeah. to assume like, uh, that was kind of the joke on the team is that they would try to convince like one person a year that you had to shave like your uh, your armpits. Because for anyone who doesn't know. Uh, in swimming, um, before your kind of conference meet, which is before uh, the big you know, one, before the big one, it's sort of the season finale in a way. Like of, professional uh, swimmers will shave before every meet to like get as few mm-hmm. sec- like shave as many seconds off as possible. The water just rolls right off them. But like in high yeah. school, you don't high school you don't need to do that for every meet, but you do it at the end if at the end of your season to try and get your best time. So we'd shave for conference, and then the guys who would. If any went on to state, they'd shave again for state. Yep. Well, and would they shave for sectionals, or were those too close between the two? I don't fucking know. I never got past conference. I forgot there was even I, a sectionals. I don't even think I... I don't think I got to sectionals. Maybe once? Dude, I do remember I DQ'd in one of my last solo races ever of my career, uh, which was highly I mean, disappointing. If it makes you feel better, I'm pretty sure I did the same thing. On, like, my second-to-last race. Do you remember what it was? I think it was a 200 IM. And on, like, some fucking technicality with, like, my backstroke or some shit. Like, I flipped over too soon. Or no, I think what it was was I forgot my place. Like, I'd hype myself up so much that I was in my own head. Only did, like, 25 backstroke and then switched over. (laughs) Or some shit. No! Oh fuck! Yeah, well, like I just I, I just screwed it up in a really dumb way. I feel that though. Like it's e- it's easier to do than people would think. Like way easier to do than people would think. Um, well, it's like in any other race, literally any other race you're doing. Like yes, you have to pace yourself and like do the strategy behind the race. But what you're doing for the race doesn't change, and you mm-hmm. go forward Mm -hmm. like even in like track the longest races it's still like okay you gotta just keep running in the circle and like i don't know of any other race where except maybe a triathlon and even then it's like i'm running now i'm swimming now i'm biking or whatever the fuck it is where it's like you you got the one thing you gotta do who fucking cares how bad your bicycle form is as long as the bicycle is moving? But you get into a 200 individual medley where you do four different swimming strokes across 200 yards, which is down and back four times? Yeah, four times. Which mm-hmm. means eight lengths of the pool. That's a fuck ton of time! Dude, it, it's easily... I would say it's easily the most painful race in mm. out of nope. the entire meet. I've, I, uh, having done both. Okay. 
I can see I can see two other arguments. I could see the 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 hundred butterfly, or I could see the five hundred. Nah, five hundred's um, fucking easy. Well, the five hundred's tough if you're like if you're in it to you're win it. The five hundred's like tough. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. If you're trying, you idiot. <laughs> well, no, um, but it really is. Like the five hundred. Yes, the five hundred is hard because you have to be able to endurance and time yourself out of like here's what I'm gonna put on the speed. But it really was mostly a competition of like, can you just swim for that long? Yeah, and then pull out yeah. a burst of speed at the end. I mean, yeah, it's but it's also like it's 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 tough too because usually the five hundred is like if you're not swimming it, it's like the longest natural break in the meet. You know yeah. what I mean? So like, it's so nice because if there's several heats of the five hundred. You have like close to fifteen minutes usually where you know you're not doing anything, which is like so nice. Um, but like, yeah, just being in the water that long sucks. And so I could see some people saying that that's like the most painful one. I I could see the hundred butterfly as an argument because that is like that is the hardest stroke. It is it's it the, is like it's the most pr- uh, punishing on your body to continue. It is. And it's it's just like it requires like you would think like, oh, well, that it just requires like a bunch of muscle to like get through it. And it's like, no, like you have to like the the thing that a lot of people might not know is like if you get a big muscly guy and you try to get him to swim really fast, he (laughs) might do it all right for like 50 for 50 yards for a down and back. But anything longer than a real sprint, like muscle weighs a lot. It's yeah. very difficult to pull through the water after like an extended period of time, and, and that's it's not very. You float. That is assuming you float because like, it's that's not one of my favorite things. Is you throw like a really muscular guy, like a wrestler, into the water and watch as like halfway across his first like twenty five yards, he's sinking in the water because he just doesn't have any fat to help keep him up. Yeah, and he doesn't. Well, he doesn't have the momentum either to to help him stay like on the surface as yeah. well. So it's like he's pumping and huffing yeah. twice as hard as anybody else in the water because he has to keep himself above water. Yeah, it's very. It's like very tough. Like having that's why you see a lot of swimmers and they're actually very like lean and sort of like. Uh, I mean, they have to be like hydrodynamic. Um, but like, I think the hunter butterfly sucks and i don't know if i ever actually swam that like I I, maybe in the end. i think my last did you year, really yeah dude that is like so painful i just want to like like i think i saw one of the other guys a year older than us doing it the year before and i was like mm-hmm. i want to start doing that it seems like a good challenge and it means i didn't i'd have it's less of a chance i do any more backstroke i fucking hate backstroke do you really? I was like a, oh, I was a backstroker. I hated for my, it. I was, I was like there for my middle two years on backstroke, but I eventually like kind of, well, uh, I wore out on it. See, with like, free, and the weird thing is like backstroke is just freestyle on your back, theoretically. But freestyle, yeah. I would book it and I'd be okay. I was never fast, but I'd be okay. And for mm-hmm. whatever reason, if you flipped me over onto my back, I just went slow as shit. Like I could not move any faster. Well, I, there, was the, there was that one individual medley where coach looked at me and just like I got done, got out of the water. Coach looked at me and shook his head. He's like, I've never seen anybody whose breaststroke was faster than their backstroke. <laughs> was, was that Cruz? Who said yeah, that? he straight up said that to me because it was my, a very my split thing to times say. were that much different. But my technique was per- like I was doing breaststroke and had perfect t- technique so that I wouldn't dis- get disqualified and just move fast enough while doing that that it wasn't a problem. Yeah, you were good at breaststroke too. I mean, which you also were meant good. I couldn't shave the inside of my uh, shins. Oh damn! Yeah, because of the uh, traction or whatever. Yep. Yeah, that was kind of your. Uh... That was your thing. No, I mean, I feel you with the like. I was good at backstroke for a while. Um, I it's tough because like you, your entire sense of direction is thrown. It's literally thrown upside down. Like it's very difficult to 
that's that's the hardest thing is like to just stay in a straight line initially that's literally what especially. i was about to say was that like yeah i would just go, i think i'd go back and forth because i couldn't even with like you get the support beams in the ceiling and i couldn't follow i needed a line yeah and it's just like it's it's really a difficult it is like a weird and difficult stroke um also it like fucks your shoulders too like pretty oh does pretty it? bad it does well because it's like at least it did for me which means my technique was probably poor to to an extent but it's just like it's really tough because you're like rotating um way more than like i always feel like there's a weirder stronger tension when you're doing the backstroke on your shoulders uh than there is when you're doing like a freestyle on on your shoulders you know what i mean like you're still rotating but it's a relatively natural music movement but backstroke you are like actively you know reaching is. back and like pulling you know i think part of it is because of your face with freestyle, your face is in the water. It just stays there. Mm -hmm. So you just fucking go. And if you need to breathe, you turn to the side. Your face, like your mouth gets out of the water. You breathe. You put it back in. But with backstroke, there's no control over, like, if water gets on your face, you there, there's nothing you can do. It's just there. Yeah. So, like, it sucks. It, you're fucking spitting water out as you're trying to, like, <laughs> move faster. You can't rotate your head as much because you're trying not to drown. So you're doing more with yeah. your shoulders because you can't move your head. Yeah, exactly. I think that's a really good point to make. Like, it's like your head, you would think, like, being able to breathe all the time would be an awesome thing. But it's actually, it means that your head is, like, rooted in one position and it's, like, somewhat stiff. I'm sure, like... I was by no means like a great swimmer. I think I was always, I was always average, maybe a little bit above average, but like no higher than that. I was just like, like coach knew that he could put me in to most races and he would get like a decent, but not like a, a startlingly good time. Like there are times where I did better than like was expected, but those were kind of few and far between. They were anomalous, but like, um, and take that and multiply it by 10 for me. <laughs> <laughs> you were like you were, again, you were solid in like yeah you were solid in medleys like i remember that like you know what i mean yeah like, they, you, like you, I, know. I, you could you could throw me in anywhere to like patch a hole because i knew all the technique i knew what to do i just what i i didn't pay any attention to the like oh maybe i should eat healthier to improve my <laughs> muscle mass and work out to improve my muscle mass so i'd be better at swimming I was, I didn't care, and I didn't know any of the science or any standing behind it. It was just like, hey, Tuesdays and Thursdays mornings, you gotta go weight lift. And I'd be like, I don't, I don't fucking want to weight lift. I don't want to do this shit. <laughs> I'm here to swim. Dude, I kind of love, like, all these memories are, like, coming back to me, and I kind of, like, there were some times that it sucked to be on the swim team. Like, it was, like, dreading coming to practice. And I was never, like, like, our coach was known as a hard-ass, but I was never, like... I wouldn't say I wasn't scared of him. I was definitely intimidated and scared of him. Um, but he was fair. But it was more... He was fair. He was, like... I don't think he was ever, like... He was never cruel. Like, he was never... Like... he. I, I never felt like he was... And maybe other people who knew him could say otherwise, but, like, nah. I never felt like he was unjudiciously mean or yeah like unfair to somebody um it's just it's like he devised like those some of those days were painful like Very they intense. were just which to be fair the yeah. guy was former military and like yeah navy seal knew what he was doing yeah he did and I mean, it's like it was a pretty jump, like, like he he must have been what 60s and he could still jump in the water and smoke us late 50s, yeah i think he least. was yeah, he had to be in his, like, I would say he was probably in his, like, I think he was just one of those guys who honestly had their hair go gray prematurely. Like, oh, I really? think he was probably, yeah, I think so. I don't know. Maybe I'm under, maybe I'm, like, overestimating. I always thought he was more in his, like, late, late 40s to, oh, like, no. early to mid 50s, no. you know? You don't think so? No. I don't think so. Definitely not sixties, but he I I would put him at least in early fifties. Yeah, I could see like I could see I won't go late, any lower though. 
I could see mid fifties or like I could see at the earliest, I guess, early fifties. Compare coach to your own parents and like the age marks that start to show when they hit the forties and fifties. Like, yeah, he was though. He was in great shape though. Like he was in. I mean, like I said, he could still get in the water and smoke any of us anytime he wanted to. I don't know. Did we ever see him swim? I don't know if I did. At least once. I I distinctly oh, man, remember I... it one time. And, like, there was oh, one time, somebody had been talking shit. I think somebody had been talking shit, and he just, like, I think it was one of those things he'd do, like, once a year or once every couple years just to show off that, like, he could. The same reason, like, yeah. he would do the workouts with us up, into, up to a point, just to show, like, yeah, I can do it. Yeah. Which is, like, honestly, that is such a great leader. Like, that's such a... That is a fantastic example to set for young men. Like, that is... I that do is... the same thing with my own job, like, in my team, where I, I straight up tell them, like, I will never ask you to do anything I wouldn't do. Like, yeah. anything I'm asking you to do is something I would do and do right alongside you. Yeah, I think that's what so many people, I think, confuse about, like, leadership is, like, leadership is not the ability to, like, command, it's the ability to do, you know what I mean? Like, you, well, like if both, you, that right? was, like, it's, yeah, it's one like, thing to be able uh, yeah. to do it, but if you can't tell other people to do it, why does it matter that you know what you're doing? On the other side, yeah, it doesn't matter how well you can tell people to go do something if they don't believe that you have the authority, knowledge, and experience to back up what you're telling them to do, they're not going to do it. Incredibly well said. Absolutely agree. And I'm definitely not speaking from experience <laughs> on both ends of it. Yeah, yeah, you gotta... The old adage is true. You definitely have to be able to put your money where your mouth is. Uh, more importantly, you have to be able to put your actions where your mouth is. Um, and that's what... I don't know. That was a really, honestly, like... I think even though... I got really burnt out near just the very, very end of my of my senior year. Like, I was, like, haggard. But I remember that. I you... Think, I, I was still having fun because I just liked swimming and there were, you were, you were bitter. <laughs> I was bitter. I was like, there was a lot going on. I was kind of a drama queen near the end of my, like, I, I was kind of drama. I'm, I'm always kind of a drama queen. Um, yes, and queen I was sort of, slay. I was truly, that's me. Um, and I, I was very, yeah, I was, I think I was very tired and like, yeah, bitter and burnt out. Um, and yeah, but overall, it didn't help that like, you were team captain. It didn't. It With didn't. But it's not like that. Was, yeah, no, I wouldn't say that necessarily. He was an ass. I mean, he was the other captain. Ass. Yeah, the other captain. I like. Are we D, thinking right? of the same person? No, he wasn't oh, the he other was, captain. captain. Oh. oh shit! B was captain. B was yeah. Captain. B's fine. B's yeah. fine. He was, he was a great Fuck, dude. I forgot. That's my bad. Sorry. If you know I'm who pretty if sure. you know who we're talking about and you know who you are, yeah. I apologize. I'm pretty sure B was I'm no, I'm not No, yeah, I'm, I'm pretty sure right. B was captain. You're right, you're right. Uh like You're right. And yeah. He was he was a good dude. He was he was, he was the solid. best of us. Um he was solid in every way. Gave and, me the nickname Okay. Uh, Sir RJ the patient in middle school when I'd wait for people to get done at their lockers so I could get to mine. Did he really? Yeah. That's so sweet of him. Because one of, one of his friends oh was like next to me for lockers, but when they opened their locker, I couldn't get to mine. So instead of being a dick about it, I just wait. That's very kind of you. You really are Sir RJ the patient. <laughs> Sorry, you were going to say? Okay, I will, I will say like D, like... He was a rough guy to be around. He okay. Yeah. Th- this is very hard. He was. He was. But but we give people credit where credit is due, and he he had moments of a genuine kind of like. I think you have James. to give everybody a little bit of credit. I know. I know. I know. I know. No, but no, I think no. You have to give I don't everyone... think you understand. Just because you seem some corn doesn't mean the shit's edible. I'm not saying the shit, like, I'm not saying the shit is edible. I'm just saying, like, 
there's there the proof is is in the pudding and i think I like think that's pudding james the, i know but i'm just saying like we if we are going to work together as fellow men part of being on a team is not necessarily letting people get away with whatever they want but it is acknowledging that everybody is given we're not going to give people chance after chance after chance but everybody is given uh opportunities for salvation yes. and redemption yes and, yes. I do, I, and so i do see that this is turning a little more shit talky than i prefer to be so but no but i i mean like overall like that team was like great that oh, that, that was like was we we lived through like a john hughes movie like four years in a row basically yeah <laughs> like seriously like, it was did. a very yeah it was a very sort of like classic like i think had had I not done that, like with you and B and even D and everybody else on that team, like I would be a fundamentally different person. And I, I'd be I a fundamentally do, worse person. I, I think I would be too. Like, I do not think I would be like the kind of person I am today. And I think I would be worse off for it, um, quite frankly. Magical hey. times. Do you remember the the first spaghetti dinner we went to? No, do you, like, dude, I remember it. I remember it because it was like we uh, went to uh, Sea's house. <laughs> what do you remember? Uh, so at one of the swim meets, you you quote unquote borrowed a brown towel. Uh, I don't know if it was left in our locker room or it happened to find its way to our locker room from someone else's locker room, but it was this okay. brown towel you'd acquired, mm-hmm. and but it was basically your spare. And there was one time where, like, yeah. I just didn't have a towel. So I was like, hey, can I have this? And you were like, you could borrow it. And I was like, yes, uh, I'm keeping it. <laughs> I still have it. Do you really? It's in my, Dude, it's I in do... my cabinet in my towel rotation. I'm so I, I'm so proud of that. Like, that's amazing. I do I do that? not remember this. Okay. I do not remember this at all. Because it was like... one of those things where I think, where I was afraid you'd actually get pissed at me because I did just keep it. <laughs> No, 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 no. Like, I, like, dude, I am honestly, like, I'm, you're a brave soul for taking it because I was, like, notorious for, like, I was really gross. Like, I barely washed my shit. Like, I, I would wash my regular stuff, but there was definitely stuff in my locker that I did not, like, yeah. I did not take care of. So, um, but I'm glad that you were able to find, like, genuine use and hey, care for it because I might have let it go to shit. Another f- five, six, seven. It's on year eight since then wow so dude i mean like i will say just my last thing is i like i don't want to go too we're already kind of far down memory lane but i I will just say like the first the first spaghetti dinner at least the first one that i remember i i want to say what this was the first one we went to but it was at c's house like in his basement do you remember that um do you Um, remember his basement at least shit um, you're gonna have to send me a message of who you're talking about because I I'm struggling. I'm talking about tall, tall, handsome older brother of a girl who was in our grades. Uh, oh yeah, 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 yeah. I got you. I got you. I got you. Yeah, yeah, and uh, like um, one of the like that that senior class that year was some of the funniest people They're I've ever wild. known in my life. They they were awesome. They were like great people. Um. But like, uh, I just remember, like, I thought it was so funny because these seniors were like, like, I never had an experience really, you know, I'm the oldest in my family and you are too. Yeah. And it's like, I don't know how you felt, but I had never had an experience of even have anything, having anything like remotely close to like an older sibling. And when I first like got introduced to all these like swim team guys, like these seniors, like it, for me, it was like, they were like. The, you know they were they barely you 18 and bullied years old. the shit out of you but wouldn't let anyone else bully the shit out of you it was a very kind and caring relationship <laughs> um did no, they have great. a contest where like, who could jump on your back i don't remember this there was an ongoing uh, thing of who could just like tackle you to the ground <laughs> i do remember uh they would they would take turns they would uh he, one time uh uh, so he kidnapped me. Like, trauma. I hey, dude, it was like, dude, it was like older brother shit. It was like, it was like the. It sounds really weird, but it's like it's that kind of like roughhousing and sort of just like some of it. Yeah, it was like weird and over the line, but like 
most of it was like so genuinely fun and I got to actually like I was like even though you know these were only kids who were like they're barely 18 but it's like from my perspective as like a kid who was barely four like 15 I was like these people are gods like they're like they're so far above me they're so advanced and like mature and all this shit and like uh I don't know like I, it was a great ultimately what i was saying is like i just remember one of the defining moments for me was like you you're with these guys who are like they're older than you they're taller than you they're like ripped they've been doing this forever they're like on their final year you know it's like a it's so fascinating to meet people at that moment in your life and you're all you're at completely different ends of the spectrum um in your like progression and i just remember going down over to c's house his basement where we're all together for this like spaghetti dinner and you would think like like these older like taller like buff tough guys would be just like sort of like you know they'd be into like they'd be forcing you like to drink like a keg or like they'd be they you know, were be like very nerds. they were dorks dude they showed they us the like they were the dorks. ones they they i remember i remember the one of the first thing we all they all gathered us around the tv and they played the Skyrim trailer like yep. they played because they were all so stoked that it was coming out I remember like they showed they showed us like ASDF movies I remember they like they showed us like some other like animations and stuff like that like I remember like I remember even in the mornings like there was one of these guys who was like uh, he was like a football player and he was a senior oh, God, and he was a brother remember. of one of the he was great dude the he twins? was like yeah the twins and he this guy was like like tall like like ripped like sturdy like he was this like super handsome guy like very like the most stereotypical like like 80s 80s but in the the in the 2010s like jock you can imagine and like i remember watching him play pokemon on his on his nintendo ds yeah i remember one of those guys too i think he was a junior not a senior but like he was trying he also played like they all played pokemon and they did do they knew everything about it i do you did remind me though of the the twins one of them who was captain of the football team he joined swimming his senior year just mm-hmm. to, to like for his first time just to do it because his brother did it mm-hmm. and he made some comment of like yeah hanging out with you guys i realized just how fucking stupid the football team was oh shit really yeah <laughs> oh damn he was like yeah i talked to you guys and i don't have to tell you to pay attention every three seconds <laughs> like that he that there'd be one guy in the football team who literally like he'd be like all right we're gonna do this play and the guy'd be like uh-huh and would turn like turn and start to look away and be like no 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 look at me we're doing this play yeah yeah yeah, yeah. starts to turn away again <laughs> that's so funny that's like it's like i one day i want to write like a story about what that stuff was like i don't want to do like reveal too much I'll include the duct tape, dude. You I will remember include that? the the trunk of the car. I remember every. <laughs> I remember most things. My memory is very solid. Um, they were like I never swore. Like up until I remember the, the very first time I said I said the f word. I remember the very first time I said it. It was in the like, it was the, it was in the back of uh, of one of their cars. They were great. They were exactly what like older guys should be, which is like like such a a different like they completely subverted their own stereotypes it was fascinating like it was like wildly fascinating coming from us of like we grew up in catholic households went to the catholic grade school and survived Mm -hmm. three years of hell in middle school and then came out the other side and it was like you you're 18 and you're all super jocks, but also you're playing Pokemon and are hyped about these stupid internet videos and are playing Skyrim, like, 30 hours a day. What? 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 Explain to our oh. shitty little 12-year-old brains. I Well, because it's like, I think especially for us, it's like... 14-year-old brains or whatever. We, I mean, we grew up, like... I wouldn't say... I feel like I grew up, like... I would say even, like... I, I didn't realize until college, like how sheltered I kind oh, of we like were been. So and then, fucking sheltered. you know, and it's like very like, and that was kind of uh, like, 
there are some things that happened because of that that I wish like hadn't or like very like painful I things a, I had to go like, through on my junior own. Junior or senior in high school when I finally learned that the term hooking up did not mean you started to date. <laughs> really? Yeah. Just to put it in context I... for how sheltered we were. Yeah, I mean, I I was very like because I got I had to get corrected by one of our other friends who was like, dude, don't don't you you can't be saying that don't say that i like yeah and then to kind of like encounter these people who were like us but so totally different like it was so cool and to be like kind of accepted and there was like it wasn't like it was this paradise like there was stuff that that went on that probably shouldn't have definitely there were there were fights and there were you know ugly moments but yeah yeah i do i do recall for the most part though like it being a very sort of it was good overall uh it was i'm honestly i I can't recall what it molded you based on what materials you brought to it i'm gonna write i'm gonna write a movie about that one day or i'll write like a book or something like like a like a i would love to see like a john hughes style high school movie but it's set in like the in like 2011 or 2012 like yeah. i think that would be very sort of fun like um well i think it, I, I, I just think the key I, thing that would make it a good film is just reflecting off our lived own lived experience like they're not gonna go to fucking state we didn't <laughs> Yeah, that was the thing too that I wanna. I do wanna. I I'm glad you said that because I wanted to put this into people's perspectives. Like, uh, we this were is not just good at it. Sort of a, no, we were not. Um, like when we were on the swim team. So for anyone who doesn't know, like RJ and myself were on the swim team in our high school for four years, and both of us actually got on varsity within the first like couple weeks or like month of us being on the team, mainly because we had swam on and off like prior to being on like the actual swim team we had swam in middle school or elementary school yeah yeah exactly and like the thing is is like before we had before we came in yeah like the real you're getting to it yep the very year the the year right before we came in as freshmen into our high school um our swim team, the senior class who were seniors when we were in eighth grade, were like had it was like uh in in uh the history of uh of was, West Point. I think it was literally like the Fantastic is, Four. They called it. It it they yeah, they did call them the Fantastic Four. It was like they were some of the single best like swimmers that the school had ever seen. They put up like most of the records. I don't know if they're still on the board. I'm sure that they I'm still sure have they like are. a few. I, I'm i sure. Um, Just be- but like, like I have a brother who was on the swim team. I don't think it's gotten faster. <laughs> they like in, in the history of West point that like the class that Dwight D Eisenhower was in was known as the class that the stars fell on because most of those people ended up going on to become like a, a large portion of his class or several men went on to become like not just High prominent ranking. generals, but like, like historic generals and like that was like kind of the class that preceded ours when we came in as freshmen fantastic four they broke all the records everybody knew them they like yeah just it wasn't just they broke records they were fast and they broke records and they were lean and they broke records but they were also nice guys and they broke records and then we came these guys were like and there were there was still a little bit of it, right? Like the guys who were like seniors and juniors were good. Yeah. Not record breaking, but good. And then there was us. And we yeah, were, then there was us. Uh we weren't. We were not we weren't. We were not it was sort of like very much a a sandlot bad news bears, uh kind of like inglorious bastards if they were clumsier and not as good at their job. <laughs> like <laughs> Very much a no, no, ragtag. Let's keep in mind the like Inglorious group. Bastards did try to infiltrate an Italian theater, and the only Italian they knew was Bongiorno. That's true, actually. Yeah, they did fuck up like their one mission. So I guess we are we were kind of the Inglorious Bastards. Like we were coming in, basic. It was like basically coming into uh, like you're coming onto Mount Olympus after the Greek gods have all just left, and you're kind of like walking around and 
you're just sort of all the you. other great like these people Zeus were so mythologized telling everybody what to do and you're like fuck yeah. when's he gonna realize yeah. i'm not even a demigod i'm like <laughs> the mortal son of a demigod <laughs> yeah like we we were we were not the thing was is like i think our virtue was ultimately that we had had this proximal experience with this group of like people and it was instilled in us the, the thing is is like a class like that like happens once in like a generation basically like you're lucky if you ever get to experience something like that because it's not just a combination of coaching or training it's like it's a combination of genetics of timing of like of just like all these different factors like it is truly almost like a divine occurrence like uh, something that does belong in a myth and like we like how do you follow like how do you follow up you know by that, having the know, best you, team spirit <laughs> which is what i we will did. say it's literally what we which did is what we, we followed did. up with being like all right we are never going to be that fast but we're gonna have the best team spirit gosh darn it yeah if, if like if if like that class before us were from like greek myth like what i will say about us is like we were sort of out of like i, I mean this genuinely yeah, I mean, we were like a truly great movie, is what I would say. Like, maybe not as eternal as the myth, but like something that is very accessible and fun and still has like a connection to something bigger than itself. And like, because I, I just want to say, like, we, our team after that class left, like, even with the guys who were really good, because we did have people who were really good, but we were not like, we went into we did not go into meets like all right this is how we're gonna win how we're gonna dominate like we went in we we're like all right uh well they're probably gonna beat us <laughs> let's go so, out there and put put down the best we can yeah exactly and like fuck those you, people <laughs> and to be fair the the seniors like like you still like you still go in like and you're like you know what guys like because we'd have pep talks in the locker room before like the two captains it was a tradition they would get up before meets and they would try to they give us they give us a pep talk and some of them were really 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 good um and they would like basically hype us up and we'd go out there but you kind of know in the back of your head you're like all right like we're, gonna we're lose. not well we're it probably gonna it lose, did not you know? help that every other single fucking pool had diving and we did not. So no matter what, we would lose the meet. Even if we won all the swimming events, we'd lose the meet by sheer points. This is true. Because we could never, we could never, we did not have a diving team and we could not recoup that. So we, like we were, um, but that's the thing is, and I will say that like, I personally hated swimming. I did not like the sport. Like I oh, did not enjoy I the meets. It. Like. I, like, I I loved it. I love I love the team. I love like I love the feeling after meet of like going, you know, we would go to like Arby's or you know, yeah. hang out with people in that kind of like afterglow. Like I do miss like yeah, I even kind of miss like going during like early parts of a Christmas break to, and you see everybody. Like I miss having that tight connection with like a group of people because it's like unlike anything that you'll ever have in your life basically ever again you know um unless we all go to the to war um, <laughs> one day i mean you know, depending on how this ukraine russia what. thing goes yeah it's still mm. going but, but like like i i will just say it was like my personal experience with it was like i was there more for the team and i found it an incredibly like like words don't even really aren't even really fit to describe it like it is it's something i'm truly glad i i had the fortune to be a part of um like because i i think it is something too like i think that is something that has like honestly and i this is gonna sound like a loser rationalizing because it is um mm -hmm. but like well, i i will say like like going into basically every major event, every game essentially of your career, basically knowing that there's no way your team is going to win. Except um, and there was that one it, team that was like a quarter of our size. We crushed them yeah, every was, time. There was a team that was smaller than us and we got to beat. We usually beat them because they had like 10 people and we had like 25. So we could just swim more events than they could. And like, there's nothing they could do about it. Granted, 
they got a little bit bigger every year and they did creep up on us at the very end i think we still beat them we did. but they were they were gaining on us um however uh like i will say like from a foundational perspective like i think ultimately um going into those events and with this mentality of like it is it this is going to sound very corny and after school especially but like really ultimately with the mentality of like wow it, it doesn't matter whether i win or whether i lose like it, it's just about how i play the game like that has been something that's shaped me forever and to well, a degree like it means that i'm not always super committed to winning and i can kind of maybe throw on the towel prematurely but it has also meant that like i have found a way i'd like to think to genuinely try and have like a good time or to find a silver lining no matter like i would also put out there just I a am. slight caveat on that is like sports like swimming wrestling track gymnastics are kind of unique in that sense of like even if the team does shit your personal events can do good and vice versa mm-hmm. so very it, true very it, very true unlike football or basketball or soccer where it's all or nothing you could still walk away from a meet and be like hey i got a new personal best yeah that's uh that's an excellent point to make you had a personal it was a really fascinating mix of like you had this personal investment in yourself because you could do better at and you did get individualized like specialized training because you were you know there's only so many events um and usually you eventually find your kind of like specialty um but at the same time like it was still a team event so like rj said like if you didn't do well you know you could sort of like you could still find hope and fun in rooting for somebody else when they're doing well you know um it's like really good that rooting is a big thing like it is i don't i've never heard of another sport where everybody would root for everybody like Mm -hmm. obviously we weren't hoping that the other team would win but like if you didn't have anybody in the pool everybody would just cheer for the last guy in the pool like you'd have people from the other high school cheering on the last person in the pool or if the event had only one person in the heat like everybody would cheer for that person because hey good on them they're going for it do you remember that when that one team let us jump in with them after they won? <laughs> let us. They did it twice. Because they, they did do it, it twice. So they did, did they? It our junior year because the this uh, the conference meet was at their home pool, and mm-hmm. but over the course of that season, we had befriended them and like some of the seniors had like talked them up, so that when they won conference, mm-hmm. they all jumped in the pool and then looked at us and waved for us to jump in with them. So we jumped in after them. Our senior year, we get to conference, that same team was basically going to win. Like, they were twice as big as everybody else. They were good. We knew they were going to win, but like, hey, these guys are... So we looked at our team, we're like, guys, this team is our friends. We like them. We are going... We're not going to win conference. We know that. But we're going to do everything we can to take everybody else out so that they can win. (laughs) <laughs> like we don't I like the other do teams not. we're gonna destroy them all we're gonna do everything we can to slow everyone else down so that these people can get the lead and oh, it worked man, i do not remember this at all and then that's so funny because it was our home meet like conference was held at our pool and th- so they all lined Dude. up around when they won they all lined up around the deep end but they waved at us to join them and this I do remember. Yeah, and I remember this distinctly because I grabbed my goggles. They were the only goggles I had, and I went to put them on to jump in the deep end, and they snapped as I went to try and put them over my head. And I was like, "Well, this is fucking poetic. I'm done with swimming, and so are my goggles." <laughs> oh man, dude! I still have the, the divine hand re- that you like, gotta keep sitting that. Sitting that... in my apartment on top of an old swim cap. <sighs> That's beautiful. The divine hand reached out and wrote your story just for a moment. It was literally one of those John Hughes moments. Uh, yeah, we got, like, there's so much material in there. Like, there's, I'm like, I have not thought this much about that stuff Same. in so long. Um, so, so, so long. And um, I, think the, I think the most beautiful thing about it like the idea of taking and turning this into a John Hughes-esque script is Mm -hmm. we focus on like one year 
but we can take yeah. our experiences from those four years and just smush them into the one. Because we have enough char- like we had yeah. enough characters and dumbass moments that we could do it. Oh, dude, there were like. You could have a great like hour and a half. I I would I, mean, I would hesitate on making it two hours. Yeah. <laughs> Wait, remember, what are you what are you what are you referring to? Remember over Christmas break we'd uh, so we was it over Christmas break we would do the wrestling, or is it the end of season? Oh my god, yes I do. Well, okay, so it would depend. We would do it at least we would do it twice a year. So sometimes we did it beginning of the beginning of the season coach and then at the end a, of the season oh we wouldn't what do you mean on the lawn or officiated by coach uh oh i guess it depends yep i officiate by coach, coach it was twice coach yeah. would do it once coach would okay. do it once a year and, and i want over christmas break i want to say or near the end um because mm. i remember there was one person i went up against where it was like we stood there for a while just sizing each other up because we were both waiting for the other person to make the first move. And it was like, all right, we just got to end this. But I also remember over Christmas break, they'd occasionally, like, just the older guys on the team would be like, hey, uh, new people, go fight on the front lawn. <laughs> go <laughs> wrestle. Yeah, that and was insane. There was another guy on the team happened. who they were like, hey, you two need to wrestle. I was like, all right. I mean externally I was reluctant internally I was like fucking finally I have an excuse to go at him and he kept trying to sit oh. on me and I was like Dude. who was this huh who was this and <laughs> I had a feeling yeah, yeah. <laughs> um but yeah like that. Uh, I can totally see that in them like I can even see the camera angle right now like the camera is down in the snow angled upwards you've got the house and all the guys standing on the porch as the two guys who got picked are, like, going at it on the lawn. Oh, man, I remember. I do remember that. And then I, the Last I, Supper, when they force us to run. The Last Supper was so brilliant. I mean, that in itself would be a fantastic sequence. Like, set that to a... I don't know what song you could set that to, because I wanted to set it to music from the time period. Um... Oh, I, so, I like, was, my first thought was Weird Al. <laughs> we asked Weird Al's permission to use Eat It. Oh, dude, that's such a good idea. Holy fuck. Because you do that, and then, like, you fade oh. it. You do, you do that when everybody's pinging out, then you fade it out as everybody's, like, lying there stuffed. And that's when the seniors walk in with that last bean burrito and say, all right, yeah. let's go outside. <laughs> And That's, when the run, so, when they st- like shout start for the run, the song comes back in again as they're all booking it. I love that. That is a, that is a, we, we gotta make, well, it's a good, I was going to say, let's write this down, but we have a recorded. So <laughs> That's good. Yeah. We'll do no, this after I we think, do our fantastic four script. Yeah. It's seriously back to back, my man. No, I mean like I, I would be so down to write something like this. Uh, like well because like for anyone who i mean most people don't know but like we would do this tradition called the last supper where basically our coach was like uh very adamant that you were do not eat any fast food during the season it's really really shitty for you like what you put in your body is what you're going to get out of it so do not it was borderline that we went to arby's after meats it was like it was like uh it like he the supposedly the only some of the only like quote unquote fast food restaurants he was okay with would be Subway because it was mostly like lean meat. It wasn't like a lot of fried shit. Um, and then it would be Arby's for kind of the same reason. Like they still had fries and shakes, but it's like it's like kind it's of borderline like or burgers. Yeah, exactly. So like those were like the only two we could get. But because of that, a tradition began where I don't know when it started, but basically before our time. The it was way before our time. Like the 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 first full week at the end, the last day of practice, the first at the first full week of practice. Um basically the it would be stated that the seniors would get everybody together, you would be assigned to a car, everyone would kick in money over the week, and sometimes we would get like what 300 400 i think yeah. at one time we had to have close to like 500 dollars. it was or 10 to like 20 we, bucks we had, per person on the team 
we had like some stupid amounts of like money kicked in and there, like there were points where it'd be like hey the taco bell crew had leftover money after getting everything we wanted so we went to quick trip next door and got donuts <laughs> and so basically the idea was that what you would do is you everyone would take a cut of the money we would divide up into squads and we would disperse directly after practice and we would go to um you know we would go to a- almost every fast food restaurant we could in town we go we hit the big ones like mcdonald's uh kfc when it was still open taco bell was a big one um did we go to culver's yep it was probably I a little too expensive we'd go to culver's okay. because typically it'd be expensive we'd only get like the curds but there was one year where mm-hmm. we knew somebody who was working behind the register and we strolled in and she was like, Hey, come on, come on over here. And she rang up the employee discount, which at the time was 50%. So oh. we ordered everything and she went, okay, what else do you want? And we were like, ah, oh, fuck. That's so amazing. Like that yet another great little mini sequence in a John, in a John Hughes style movie. Um, and like basically, you know, we get all this food, we come together, uh, we would pile it into somebody's house, literally on their table, and it would just be this mound of almost every kind of fast food you can imagine. And we would just the seniors would give a speech about the upcoming season, and the idea is like you eat like as much as you can, like, uh, and the some initially the, the goal like at least to in have the first no few years left. Yes, the goal is to finish the whole thing. Um, which afterwards, usually the seniors would save one of the most disgusting items. Like it was usually a bean burrito from Taco Bell or something, like it, a really it, overloaded it be a bean burrito because they were heavy. And mm-hmm. by the time we were done, they'd be cold and disgusting. Yeah. So you're stuffed, you've eaten like five, six, seven, eight different kinds of fast food and probably like $70 worth of it. And you're like lying half catatonic on the floor or a chair or a couch and the seniors would come in uh veterans and they would basically say all right everybody get outside and i think it was the fresh only the freshman who had to do yep. this freshman i, I think or it. was it just under just okay freshman. so the freshman would have they would have to go outside and we would line at up. this point it would usually be like nine or ten at night yeah line up and it's dark, uh because it's and, like november or some shit yeah it's like, it's like early october. to mid-november no it'd be october it'd be they were october no i Late swear october. to god i thought our season started really i thought our season started in november like yeah, maybe right? i'm pretty sure i don't fucking remember i'm fucking old i can't um i can't but remember they'd line the freshmen up it's dark it's not it's not too cold yet but it's not warm it's cold mm-hmm. and they'd make us race yeah, you gotta and run. The loser had to eat the burrito, and I tell yeah, you, I sometime, don't think I ever ran so fast in my life. Yeah, I don't. I never had to eat it. Uh, I don't believe. Um, I remember who did. And usually, like, was it was it the person I'm thinking of? Oh, I don't know who you're thinking of. I'm thinking of the person you were talking about before. No, his best friend. Who? The other dude. Oh shit! Yeah. Was it A? Yeah. Yeah. Because I beat shit. him by yeah, a he hair. <laughs> oh my god! <laughs> I was like, oh my god! Because uh, like I'm okay with refried beans now, but back mm. then I didn't like them. So if I lost, not only would I be eating this disgusting burrito, I'd be eating a disgusting burrito I didn't like. Yeah. Yeah, Oof. and it, they were they were very good at motivating. Usually, it would either be like you would have to run down and back. Was it down and back multiple times, or was it down and back just once? Like they'd point to an area on the street and say, I "Like you have to once. go down here in the back." Um, and I think sometimes we'd have it around the block. I want to say, but I think for the most part, it was usually like down and back once. Yeah, it was usually like um, down the street. And if but, I remember correctly, our the year we had to do it, there was a hill. And one of the yes, ends. there was. Yes, there was. Because I think the year that we did it was at uh, F's house. Yeah. I want to say. Yeah. Do you remember? 
we uh we had uh uh our our city even though we live in podunk uh southeastern wisconsin like our city actually has a pretty strong um filipino population and we had a lot of like kids of filipino descent on the at least like some of the families uh on the team and i do remember one night for being middle of, one of our midwest having any was impressive like a surprise it is i i know that's like that's like it's like we're not trying to brag or anything it was brag. just like it's it not was trying to be like a positive stereotyping yeah. or some shit it was just like yeah it, it was one of those things where like you go to a random midwest town you didn't expect it but it was there yeah and it's just like kind of a cool aspect of the culture that i don't think it's like brought up uh to a degree because it's usually assumed that most of the people here are people realize you know, how many like, the just same. asian populations in general are in the midwest like the yeah, midwest has like, i think the largest Hmong population in the entire United States, either largest or second. Really? Largest. Yeah. I mean, I our home state has the second largest population in the Midwest. Oh, That's no, crazy. Country, Who's? Is it who? Uh, what's the other state that has the highest? Uh, I think it's like Minnesota. Oh shit! Okay. Yeah. Well, basically, so we had like we had kids of like Asian descent, like Filipino, uh, like on our team, and all their moms like got together and we'd have these things called spaghetti dinners which is basically like before meets the the night carb before load. usually you kind of you carb load so you have like energy to kind of sustain and they were just kind of fun get-togethers and easily like one of the best was when all the, all the filipino moms got together and they made just like classic A traditional feast. food it was i had like it was interesting because they made like classic what i'm assuming are like classic or homemade like you know, Filipino, like kind of Asian inspired Asian dishes. But then they also had like Americanized food, but they put their own spin on it. Like yeah. they had these Nutella peanut butter cookies. And I thought it was the most fascinating thing because they like, it was like Nutella, like baked into the cookie and like they salted it lightly. Okay, that's and when I taste like that combination, thing, though. I, I, I had never tasted it before. I've never tasted and it, I was but like, since then I've learned that like, that's something you will like, I mean, this is the same yeah. reason you have salted caramel, right? Like the salt yeah, that's fair. contradicts the chocolate to make it sweeter. I still have to give them credit for introducing me to it. Cause I had yeah. never had something oh, like same. that same. anywhere else. And I was just like, like that, that dinner, alone was like singular it was amazing amazing damn damn we took a hell of a walk down memory lane this week we did i was not expecting that i wasn't um, either that... i was expecting it to be like oh like we hit i was worried it was gonna be like oh we talk about that for only 15 minutes and then we actually have to use the questions this week were you not a fan of the questions this week no they're fine i've got the same list i've had for last month oh shit <laughs> no i mean I, I i hope anyone who's listening like i know that we kind of i know that some of this stuff is very contextual and sort of like you know um but apply it like, to your own life private, think but, about your own experience yeah. let, let it be a reminder of your own high school experiences and how much they sucked yeah, and when you see uh, when you see the movie that RJ and I make about seven or eight years from now, you know, just remember, you know, remember where you heard it first because you'll be title, seeing stay it. Stay in your lane, <laughs> dude. You're great with titles. That is, I that's pitch perfect. It's only I love working. That. It's a working title. I don't think I don't think it's going to get on the cover. You know, that's fair. It's that's, not a that's... movie. It's not a poster title. This is this is something we can definitely. This is something I can be for sure get behind because I think this is a story that needs to be told. So, all right. Well, thank you for joining this week. Thank you for having me. This was fantastic. This was awesome. It was, and we didn't like out anybody. Technically, we didn't. I mean, people who know us, people who know us and like listen to it will will know who we're talking about. But for the most part, I think we did a, a decent did job. Okay. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Thank you to the band Problem of Interest for letting us use the song Living in the Moment off the album Cross Off Yesterday. You can find them on iTunes and Spotify. You can find us on iTunes, Spotify, or wherever fine podcasts are sold. We're also on social media. Our Facebook is Better Buddies, where we have our meme Mondays. Our Twitter account is at Better, Bud at Better Budcast. Use the hashtag Better Buddies when you tweet about the show. 
And our Gmail account is betterbuddiescast at gmail.com. You can send us fan art, hate art, fan mail, hate mail, declarations of love, and or war, icebreakers you want us to answer, or questions you need advice on. If that's too much work for you, go to our Facebook, just send us a message, we'll respond. And last but not least, be a better buddy. Trains? Trains, my friend. I like trains. Yes, you do, son. Yes, you do. (laughs) Uh, Dude, internet art. Classic. You know what I saw the other day that not enough kids these days would realize? It was Hmm. a cat holding a cheeseburger. And the caption was, I has it! And then, like, in the comments, there was some shit who was like, I, d- I don't get it. Ah, uh, really? Dude, yeah. that is, like, that's, like, internet classics, like, in the Greek sense. I can like cheeseburger is Greek the sense. meme. It is, like, the meme. It, it encapsulates so much. It was we never the first have left meme. That era. <laughs>